0: Listener Production. Okay, here we go. Um, wait, I do just start by saying well, welcome, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello and welcome to Breaking no, 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 News. I got
0: it, I got it, I got it. I can do this.
1: <laughs> I can do the Adele I interview.
0: And welcome to Breaking News, the Just The Just Side episode, where I, Rosie Waterland, tell my co-host, Jacob Stanley, the major news headlines that I think are important from the week.
1: Side piece. Love that.
0: Side Did I say side piece? Did- I thought I said side show.
1: Oh, okay. I'm going with side piece.
0: Do you just have side pieces on the brain? I guess so. Oh, but you don't even have a main piece to have a side piece. Or are they all side pieces? They're all side pieces. (laughs) (laughs) If you've got many of them, they're all on the side.
1: You've seen me when I order breakfast, just get a bunch of sides.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, that's um, how you're describing your sex life now, is it? Yeah. Shall I just do the song? Maybe breaking news, a breaking news. I got the scoop. I see X-ray, X-ray. Read all about it. A breaking news. It's coming down the wire. There you go.
1: That was a flawless rendition.
0: I've heard a lot of them this week because people have been sending in voice memos for the 200th episode, and mm. a lot of people have sung it uh-huh. to me. And, um, yeah, it's I I I just I I don't want to big note myself but I really think I've created <laughs> some kind of like iconic cultural um, artifact. <laughs> I think it's like it's take the the Breaking News song has taken like it's it's got an important place in the historical zeitgeist. Mm,
1: mm, it has become a beast. Yeah, yeah, so
0: I just, you know, just thought I'd let you know. Mm. Um the biggest Breaking News headline of the week,
1: Mm.
0: is that our girl, Lindsay, ran a half marathon.
1: She sure did.
2: And she didn't poop.
1: Yes, that was my first question. She says there wasn't a single brown medal on the track.
2: There might have been from other people. You didn't for me though? didn't say any. So mm. that we so Lindsay has been training
0: for a while to do this half marathon and we've been saying to her for a while, How seriously are you taking this? Mm. i.e., like other marathon runners who poop on the on the course, they keep going because mm. they're like, Well, I've pooped, but I don't want to ruin my time. Mm-hmm. We said to Lindsay, Would you keep going? And Lindsay said, Yes, I would. Yeah. Mm. And so when she did the marathon on the weekend, the first thing Jacob and I both asked <laughs> was did you poop and you didn't.
2: No, I have a good understanding of what is going to work well in my guts the days leading into it. Ah, Not a lot of fibre. So uh-huh.
1: Learned that yep. lesson the hard way, did you?
2: No, I've just heard that from a lot of other people.
0: I didn't know what time the marathon was and the first thing I saw on your Insta
2: was like, I think you were eating like a, was it a chicken schnitzel or something really like... There was On a, the day- my last thing was a bacon. Uh, my first meal was a bacon and egg roll. After the yeah. marathon. And I saw it and I was like, whoa, she's having that before the marathon. Wow. This is- no, does. you had finished. But
0: are you happy with how you went? Ah, uh,
2: not really. Uh, <laughs> not a PB. No, it's it yeah, it was actually turned into a pretty disappointing day. I wasn't anticipating getting a PB. But it just, yeah, it wasn't really a fun day at Aww. all. Like, I genuinely, like, really love running, but it wasn't really any fun at all. Oh, um, funny. <laughs> sorry to hear. that. Yeah, pretty, disap- like, I don't know, disappointed in my time. I'm trying to cut myself a bit of slack because it's, like, a bit of, like, a stepping stone to do the full marathon next year. Yeah. And l- progress isn't linear, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is hard when you are, like, so focused on something for such a long time to have it not go the way that you wanted mm. it to go. Mm. Mm.
0: But, like, good life life
2: lesson? Yeah, mm. I did definitely learn some things. I didn't have any brown medals, but I do know for when I do the full <laughs> one next year to not – I wore this little crop top, which yeah. if you are on the Justice Just Instagram, you would have seen, and I got pretty bad chafing underneath my Ooh. armpits because it was quite warm and quite humid. Yeah. So I'm going to do the full one not going to wear something like that. Yeah. So stuff like yep. that is good yep. to know.
0: I've got good recos because as a fat person, I get that between my thighs every day. Oh. So I have to wear certain kind of anti-chafing mm-hmm. shorts and stuff. I can totally hook you up with like the right kinds of materials, etc. cetera. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry it wasn't. Look, I would say that any day you are running that far is going to be a disappointing day. <laughs> but that's just me. That's just me. But um, you know what? Onwards and upwards, next year, full one, Pumped, mm-hmm. and the JTG listeners were so excited for you. I was. That was very nice. Oh, good. Because <laughs> they all know how much you yeah. love running. That's that what everyone. You
1: did about the ultramarathon.
0: Everyone said, like, it. They were so moved hearing you talk about running. So mm. to see you do that on the weekend, they were all so happy for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You had hundreds and thousands of people Yay! cheering you on, Whee! and we are still so in awe of the fact that you were able to complete it. So oh. well done. Yes. People. And onwards and upwards, on to the next one.
2: I'll invite you all to my full one next year. Fantastic. And I will say listen, the
0: only disappointment we have is that there wasn't a brand medal. Yeah. yeah. But something to work on. Yeah, that's something to work on. If you figured out the diet thing before the race, then that means you also know how to make it happen
2: (laughs) for next year. Yeah, I'll have a curry beforehand. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like in The Office, how Michael Scott has a full plate of fettuccine for carbo-loading. Yeah, yeah. So well done, Lindsay. Yay. Um, Okay, next headline. (sighs) The Gisners betrayed me.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's partly your fault,
0: everyone says. Oh. Because, okay, as you all know, Mm. my deranged agent of chaos mother dropped off an unwanted surprise kitten Mm -hmm. to me and Caleb And first, we weren't sure if we were going to keep him because we weren't sure about Boo, but he seems to kind of be getting along with Boo now and he stopped pissing on the bed. So we were like, okay, maybe we'll keep him. Now we've got to pick a name. Mm -hmm. I wanted Potato. Caleb wanted Claude after Claude Crow, Mm -hmm. the mascot of the Adelaide Crows or whatever. Um, I was putting it to a poll for the gistners, assuming that Potato would absolutely win and also assuming that you would all listen to breaking news and even if you didn't like Potato, you'd be on my side and do a girl a solid in the poll.
1: (laughs) When she said be objective, she didn't mean that.
0: No. And when I said I would honour the results of the poll, I also did not mean it. Regardless... A few people said to me, because Jacob inserted himself into this by saying, I want a third option, Spud. And I was like, oh, whatever. I don't understand maths or statistics or percentages or whatever. A bunch of people wrote to me and said, you idiot, you and Jacob split the vote. Because Spud and Potato combined got more votes than Claude. So it stands Uh to reason if it had just been Potato, that would have got all the Spud votes. Surely.
1: Interesting theory. I reckon people who are leaning towards Spud would have gone to Claude next. They're the people like me who like a single-syllable pet name. What? Like my dog was named Doyle. Like I love- That's two
0: syllables! Doyle. Doyle.
1: Oh, you're <laughs> kidding. <laughs>
0: That's two syllables. Like Pool. Doyle. FOIL. I'm sorry, how do you spell Doyle? Doyle.
1: D-O-Y-L-E.
0: That's two syllables. I'm sorry, guys. Both of Elise, Lindsay, is it two syllables?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Truly. And
2: so
0: is Doyle. Did you just say Doyle? You're saying two syllables. No,
1: no. I'm saying it intentionally now. Doyle.
0: Doyle. Who says Doyle? Doyle. Doyle. The owner
1: of Doyle says Doyle.
0: No, but that's wrong. (laughs) That's wrong. And you also said that foil is only one syllable. Yeah, foil. Foil. You're saying two (laughs) syllables. I (laughs) can hear it coming out of your mouth.
1: Honestly, this is bizarre. Say
0: foil again. Foil. That's two syllables.
1: Can we get a linguist to write (laughs) it? Foil. I hear one syllable.
0: Foil. 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 No, it's foil. Foil.
1: If you say it that way, it is. But
0: how do you say foil? Foil. Huh? What? That's two Say Doyle again. Doyle. Doyle. Two syllables. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I sorry. I fully
1: only hear one.
0: Mate, what's going on? Are you having a so stroke? So, doily.
1: Would you say that's two syllables or three?
0: Doyle is two syllables. Yeah, Doyle. Because the. Take
1: the E off the end.
0: Doyle, the, the EY on the end becomes like the part of the second syllable. So you go Lee. But if you're doing Doyle, you go Doyle. Doyle.
1: We're going to have to agree to disagree. Oh, my God. And get this back has to gone wildly. Of
0: course, I can't. I feel like I'm losing my mind and you're possibly having a stroke. <laughs> that you
1: can't hear it. No, I can hear that you can say it that way, but you can also say pool, no, some but, people say pool.
0: No, but but I don't say pool. I say pool. But, like, you're also looking at me dead serious going, it's one syllable, Foil. Foil. Um. <laughs> You're saying it with two. I can't
1: hear that.
0: Okay, we for need-
1: you, I can hear that. <sighs> foil. I don't.
0: <laughs> uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, I'm sorry. I didn't intend I to can't. break
0: you. I'm broken. I'm You've sorry. broken me. We're putting this to a poll again. And don't. <sighs> I swear to God, guys, just. I,
2: <laughs> she I, needs can't on this one. I can't lose another poll. I can't
0: I can't lose again. But no, on no, but truly, I actually honestly do want to know if you think Doyle and Foyle are one syllable words.
1: We'll see how this poll goes.
0: All right. Anyway, Claude won the poll. Claude. Yeah. <laughs> so I joke about not honouring the pole, but I've honoured the pole. I'm calling him Claude, but I'm calling him Claudy. because mm-hmm. he's too little. Claude just seems weird. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling him Claudie. Um Caleb was away on the weekend, so the three of us, Boo, me and Claude, had some bonding time. Mm. Um, and there was no peeping, yeah. which is good.
1: And no more scratches. You're all healed up.
0: Yeah, pretty much healed. He only scratched me when I had to give him a bath mm. because my mother brought him over, stinking of urine, yeah. of course. So that's that. Thank you so much um, uh, for helping me realise, Gisnes, that I can always rely on you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I can't even tell you the gloating from Caleb, like the gloating, the absolute pleasure he felt at having won mm. that. I can't even. And it was so, it was within 30 seconds it was winning mm. by so much. Mm. It is
1: actually a good name. <sighs> I mean, discounting the God, what is it? Crows, whatever.
0: Some AFL. AFL thing. Look, Claude, it's for, Oh, but potato's so name. cute. Claude the cat. Potato. The cats have claws. Little potato. Oh, yeah. That was another thing. Everybody said, so many people sent me, voted, but then sent me a message caveat that said, I voted for Claude, but I want it to be known that it's only if you spell it C L A W E D. Ooh. And mm. I put that to Caleb, and he was like, that's not dignified. I'm like, Come on. <laughs> Come on. T-shirts, potato as a name, and Claude spelt slightly differently. So we republished this week's uh, Just the Gist episode. We decided occasionally to do greatest hits Mm -hmm. because we know we've been around for a while now, like literally coming up on 200 Eps. Mm -hmm. And we've told a lot of stories that if you're kind of new, you maybe haven't gone back and heard yet, or... If you have been with us for a while, it's been ages since you've listened. Mm. There are ones that I've forgotten I told.
1: Yeah, same. So
0: (laughs) I don't blame you. Mm. Um, And we decided to release a Greatest Hits ep this week, which we're going to do occasionally just to kind of put out some of the big ones from our back Mm. (laughs) catalogue, like we're Beyonce. (laughs) And uh, we did the the sinking of the Trash Man this week, which is one that people often say is like their like the one that they tell people to listen mm. to as a gateway to listen to just the gist if they've never listened before. There's a few of them like that. Um, and yeah, I forgot how nutso that one was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a wild survival story. It's a wild,
0: wild ride. Hopefully you all enjoyed that, whether
1: it was for the first time or the second time, maybe the fourth or fifth.
0: Yeah, it's a wild ride. Mm. I mean, it's... it's, it's, it's t- sharks circle and knock people off one by one mm. and then people turn into deranged zombies... And then there's, it just, it's one of those ones where you think it's over and Mm. then another thing happens. It's just like Mm. escalate. It's one of those ones where I think, like, my will to survive is not that much. I'd just be like, okay, I'm out pretty early on in the scene. Like, if The Walking Dead happened, I reckon, like, day two, I'd just be like, "Mm, no thanks, just take me.
1: I Don't don't have it in me.
0: Yeah, I don't have it in me. Mm. Like I can't, even in The Walking Dead, you have to jump over things. I'm like, well, I'm out. Mm. I can't even get over that. (laughs) Like I can't get over a three, four-foot wall or whatever with my hip.
1: Go on without me. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I just can't be be bothered. Yeah.
0: But there are a few people who survive the trash man story and Mm. it's pretty epic. Yeah. It's a good one. I remember
1: after you told me that when I went away to the Hunter Valley with one of my friends mm. for the weekend and we watched all the documentaries and reenactments right? that you told us about because we were just so obsessed with the story.
0: There is that really cheesy reenactment actually mm. but the cheesy ones are often really good because yeah. they just give you straight up like the what happened, you know. Um, yeah, so that was a really good, I'm glad we did that as a Greatest Hits and um, yeah, coming up, not all the time but just occasionally we'll chuck a little Greatest Hits ep out there. Mm. It's for you to Walk down memory lane, blah, blah. Take a stroll with us. Take a stroll with us. Next up, Neighbours has started filming again because you know how they were like, it's gone and now it's back.
1: I didn't know it was you back. You did
0: know Neighbours was back?
1: No. <laughs> but I'm not surprised it was a bluff.
0: Not, well, it, well, it wasn't, but it was. Mm. So, And apparently, like, Kylie Minogue and Guy Pearce are really pissed off mm. that they, like, came back and did this whole thing for it. So Neighbours got cancelled because the UK production company that pays for most of it, because it's mm. big in the UK, couldn't pay for it anymore. And then Australia was like, well, we don't want to pay for it. So mm. then they were like, we're not doing it. And it was sad, and Ramsey Street got like you know the sets got dismantled, and everyone said goodbye. It was a huge thing. Kylie came back, mm-hmm. Guy came back, other people, Margot Robbie, all uh, these. They just pe- did video messages, but it was still they were like high. Hi. To know what was coming. Um, and then it was over. It was done. But then it got announced that at like you know the the what do you call it final hour, mm. some other production company in the US was like. We'll pay for that. (laughs) I think it's some, what is it, like freebie something? I don't even know. Oh, that's Amazon. It's Amazon freebie, Mm. yes. Mm. Are funding it. And so it's going to be on like across American as well. Mm. They're not bringing back all the cast. I think there's been some tension about like, you know, Dr. Carl's coming back and Susan, but then a bunch of others haven't been asked. Mm. I I think it's more streamlined, whatever. So it's back. It's filming now. And because it's going to be with US audiences and I guess... U.S. production companies are like, we need to insert some Americanness in this, or like we don't get it because mm. we're the center of the universe. They have made them cast Misha Barton. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be our wow. neighbours
1: cool
0: Yeah so I'll read this is from the press release We are excited <laughs> to announce Misha Barton will be joining the Neighbors cast as a guest star playing the character Reese an American new to Arensborough who's not quite who she appears to be
1: Oh
2: mm. intriguing
1: I from know. the Orange County to <laughs> Edinburgh. Ramses I know
2: Street. So Wowie. there you go Hmm.
1: will you be watching
0: I mean, yeah, I'll tune in for the first one. Mm-hmm. I wanna see what mysterious lady Misha Barton is mm. in Rams on Ramsey Street.
1: I'm curious to know what's happened to her in the last couple of decades. Oh, you she don't just know. Disappeared. Oh,
0: I could tell you a whole thing.
1: Maybe park it for an episode. Yeah. For future gist.
0: Oh, yeah, like maybe um. You know, OC. Where are they now? Maybe, mm. but she um, did um, when they rebooted The Hills. Mm. She was on it a couple of years ago, but oh, it only okay. lasted one season. Mm. And um, she's done a few bits and pieces, but hasn't had quite the career I think she hoped for. But it's
1: about to take off. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs>
0: is big. That's that's a big. It deal. is a known star maker. It is a known star maker. Mm. Yeah. So, um, you know. We'll see. Could be the
1: perfect vehicle for her. Could
0: be. A yeah.
1: Mischance.
0: What the randomest thing is, everybody is always shocked when they remember or find out for the first time that she's the little ghost vomiting girl in The Sixth Sense. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. There you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> go. Acted that out. Yeah. Huh. And she's also the little girl in um, Notting Hill who when. Hugh Grant gets stuck interviewing all these celebrities that he doesn't know and he says, what was your favourite part of working in the film? And she's like 10 and she goes, working with Leonardo. And he goes, Da Vinci? And she's like, (laughs) DiCaprio. So she did like a couple big movies when she was a little kid and then, I've
1: never seen Notting (gasps) Hill. I know. That's one of those like confessions that when I make people...
0: Me and my best friend Jackie in high school were obsessed with Notting Hill. It was one mm. of the, what, when you go back through my high school diaries, it's just filled with quotes from Ferris Bueller, from um, Napoleon Dynamite and from Notting Hill. Mm-hmm. Sexy Cardi. <laughs> you, pe- people will know. I'll watch it with yeah. you one day. Oh, let's watch it together one yeah. day. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, this one doesn't really work as a speaking of. I was about to give one to you because mm. I, speaking of, Helium. Ah. Okay. A lot of people after the Hindenburg episode were scared about the helium thing, the Mm. fact that helium is not something we make. Mm. It is a resource we mine, I guess, and it's limited and we're running out And a lot of people message me who either are in medical situations themselves or are doctors um, so they know about this stuff. Mm. We need helium for things like MRI machines and stuff. Like it is really important. Mm. And so a lot of people were like, that's why I get so annoyed when I see balloons and stuff. But then someone wrote in to the Just The Gist email. Mm. Um, And I love getting them, uh, justthegistpodcast at gmail.com. So this is from Dom. And it's, Dom has, this is, it's a really smart email, but also Dom just has a really funny way of writing. So I just want to like read it to you because it's just like someone who is just 1,000 times smarter than you or I. (laughs) But like loves the show and has given us really useful information. Uh Okay, so listen to this. Um, every episode, I want to write in and tell you how much I love the show. Then I think, no, they don't need another email of nonsense. Not true. Love them, especially <laughs> if. The, oh my god! Someone this week sent me a photo of their baby's nappy shit to show me the great, the rehydrated grape. <sighs> and I Your loved dream it. I came loved true. it. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. I can't show this to Jacob. (laughs) Like, even I know there are limits. Thank you. But also I love that she knew that it wasn't a limit for me. Mm. So it was a close-up and you could see it. And so there, I saw it, people. I haven't seen it in myself and Jacob, I assume, never did it, even though he promised to swallow a sultana and see if it turned into a grape. But I saw it in this baby's nappy that Adjusna sent in.
1: There you go.
0: Anyway, so yes. Could it
1: have been doctored?
0: No, it absolutely was not doctored.
1: I could tell. AI generated.
0: It wasn't just like a pooey nappy and like a cartoon grape like <laughs> someone had done in Canva. Oh, it no, been. it was... You could tell it was in there. It was in the <sighs> shit. I don't know how you could doctor
1: uh-huh. it. So back to the letter from the incredibly so, intelligent person. What I'm, oh, yes. Yeah.
0: So what I'm saying is, Dom, everyone, always email nonsense, whatever you want. Mm. I love it. But this time your episode has a large gas component... I work in industrial gas. I cannot help myself. It was so, I think he means to email, not to work in industrial gas. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was so, enjoy- <laughs> so that was the way I read it, not the way he, he she, sorry, I'm not sure. Domini, that's a Dominie? Anyway, not the way they wrote it. Mm-hmm. It was so enjoyable and Jacob did a great job explaining where the gas came from. Mm-hmm. Good job. I can't help but to give you more facts that you don't want or need. No, love them. We make helium in Australia. Oh. Yeah. There is a plant in Darwin. Most of it is exported. Mm -hmm. There is more demand for helium globally than supply, so always a shortage. We will run out when the natural gas runs out. Mm -hmm. Might be able to extract the minute amounts from the atmosphere, but it would be too expensive. The gas in balloons Mm -hmm. is the lowest grade and would not otherwise be used. So not wasteful, but actually recycling. So it's kind of just like the dregs that would just go anyway. Yeah, yeah. So everyone stop panicking about helium balloons. Mm-hmm. It's the helium in balloons is not taking helium from MRIs. Mm-hmm. It's like not it's every balloon you see at a party is like one less MRI for a little kid with <laughs> yeah. cancer. Do you know what I mean? Like it's they're not connected. So Dom says. It's good to know. So it uh, would not be used, actually recycling. Balloons are still bad for the environment. Yes, true. True, Dom. Mm. True. Helium is mostly used to super cool magnets. Mm. Until about 10 years ago, the BLM of White Lotus fame, so what's that, um, Tanya's husband? Paul? Bureau Bureau of Land Management. Bureau of Land Management, set the worldwide price of helium, due in part to the US being the largest producers originally. It's now a normal market like oil. Okay, you're losing me, Dom. Maybe just the gist episode on OPEC and why oil prices are so high. Very boring episode, but some dinner parties <laughs> might be economic chat. <laughs> Very true, Dom. <laughs> some dinner parties might just be economic chat. I've and we are not catering like to mm. those dinner parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I will do a just the gist on OPEC and why oil prices are so high.
1: Then you can do one on investment properties. Leave it with, with me. Negative gearing. Yes,
0: leave it with me. Um, Hydrogen burns with a nearly clear flame. So the orange fire in the Hindenburg was the structure, not the gas you could see burning. That's interesting. Um, Some older hydrogen plants, this is cool, used straw brooms that you could use to wave ahead of you to check for fire. So you walked with a straw broom ahead of you and if it caught on fire, you Mm. knew like danger, danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How cool is that? Although like a wooden broom between you and... That is not a lot, is it? Um, We have better gas sensors now and much better plant design. That's good to know. I have more fun facts, but I'll finish with another compliment. JTG is one of only two podcasts I listen to every episode and keep on listening. The other is Maintenance Phase. Love Maintenance Phase. Mm. I've dropped off at least 10 other podcasts, stopped listening to several others altogether. Keep up the good work, and my partner and I have been following your recommendations. Next up, Succession. Cheers, Dom. Oh, enjoy Succession. Great email.
1: Thank you, Dom. You're clearly a very intelligent person. Please do write in and tell us where do you say foil or foil?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, write in and tell us whether you think the word foil is two syllables. Stop trying to doctor the results of that. Mm-hmm. Do you think the word foil is two syllables? Not do you say foil or foil? Because you're basically saying, do you think you're classy or a bogan? And everyone's going to say classy.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. Mm. Hey, Just Jacob.
1: The, put my finger on the scale there.
0: <laughs> I wish you well. <laughs> I wish you well. Okay.
1: Um, yes, thank you very much. That
0: was interesting. For that, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, one of the things I may not have been clear about was just how flammable the coating, the, like, sheet, no, no, the envelope. on no, you So, yeah, that is definitely what caused those big orange flames. <laughs> mm. And... Um, Just on the Hindenburg. So one of our gistners, Madge, Mm. Madge Powers, got in touch with us. Oh, yeah. I
0: love Madge. Um, She's based over in the States. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she owns a restaurant. Mm. And after listening to the Hindenburg um, episode, she was then talking to a bunch of her regulars in the restaurant. Yeah. And I'll just read out what she said. Um, I was telling my friend about it at our weekly bar breakfast, and one of our old timers said he was eight when the Hindenburg happened, and he remembered it from the radio. Whoa. We showed him the enhanced video, and he was flabbergasted because yes. obviously he'd maybe seen some of the old black and white crusty stuff, and yeah. so the um, digitized stuff was just mind blowing for mm. him. Um, just another way that Just the gist is bringing people together. Aww do we love to hear that?
0: And that's nice because I did the same thing with my 10-year-old nephew, Muhammad. He came for a sleepover mm-hmm. and he and Rhiannon had listened to that episode in the car and the first thing he said to me was, can we watch that footage on YouTube? I want to see it. Oh, yeah. And so we looked it up and watched it together. What do you think? He was blown away because, he because you know, you can see people running out of yeah. it and it's so close up and, yeah. That's the wildest aspect. Oh, yeah. Horrific disaster bringing people together.
1: <laughs> warms the cockles.
0: Um next up, okay, this came in like last week, but i it just got lost in the shuffle, and I don't know, my care factors dropped, but the DNA test came in on that girl who thought she was Madeleine McCann mm. she is not the daughter, no kidding yeah, she's not so
1: and then <laughs> my she eyes
0: told me that yeah, and then she wrote like this thirteen page letter saying she really thought she was, and she was so sorry, and I think she's just a very troubled person, yeah yeah, mm. but that's not her
1: wish her well, genuinely wish her well yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> in a Gwyneth way.
0: <laughs> That's been corrupted now. You can't ever say wish her well again. Uh, all the best. Um, bless her heart, you know, et cetera. But uh, it's not her. And just like how awful to her parents to, even though she, this girl's clearly unwell and, you mm. know, I'm sure it wasn't malicious, but like oh, for her parents to have to go through that McCairns. every time. That's what I'm saying. Oh, the McCann's, yeah. for Maddie's parents, sorry, mm. to have to go through that. Even if it is just some girl who's quite unwell and clearly whatever, it's like oh god, yeah. every time. Yeah,
1: all those cameras in their faces, I all know. those people asking for statements. Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, maybe it's good because, like, we in the episode we did on the Maddie McCann story, uh, we said you know they are always grateful for press attention because they want it to stay in the news. They want people to be thinking of Maddie, but they also said, but that comes at the price of it being difficult for us. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched the Doctor Phil interview she did.
1: Oh, I yuck, mean, I can't no. imagine he got Oof. anything
0: out of her because uh, the results came out later. So mm. I don't even know what the episode would be. But anyway, nonsense um, is what it'll be. Nonsense. Another one we um, haven't talked about but has been in the news the last week is Elizabeth Holmes. Mm. Um, had her appeal denied. Mm. So at the end of this month of April, uh, she has to go to prison. Mm. So they're saying. So basically her billion-dollar legal team was just putting through, just throwing anything at the wall, like uh, what about this thing and what about that mistake in the thing and what about this and what about that? Because basically they're saying we're going to be appealing mm. the um, guilty conviction, so while we're appealing, can she please stay out of prison? Because they'll just let it take years and years. They'll appeal for 50 years. Yeah. And um, they had it last week, the hearing, to see if they would let her stay out of prison while they were doing the appeals process, and the judge said no. So, I mean, as it stands right now, in like, I think it's next week, she has to report to prison. Mm. And her team will still be doing the appeals process, whereas before, when she was out of prison, they probably wanted it to take as long as possible. Now that Mm. she's in prison, they want to get it happening. She's got to go to jail. And her sentence is 11 years.
1: And when's baby number two due? She's had it. Oh.
0: Yeah, like... I'm so out of the loop. A couple months ago. Uh Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, she's got a newborn baby, plus the kid she had like a year or two ago to try and get the jury to find her innocent. Mm. Just popping them out for justice. And she's got to go in. But I, like I keep saying, I will not believe it until the second the door goes and closes because I just, rich people always get out of it.
1: Mm. And I feel like the prison she'll go to will be like a a country
0: club. Oh, sure. But even that's, I expect that will be the prison she'll go to anyway. Mm. But that's still going to prison at least. Mm. Like, I don't know. I feel, I just, I can't. I'll believe it when it happens. Yeah, same. Sunny Balwani also has been trying the same thing as her to like say, "Can I stay out while I appeal?" They've also said no. So he, at the end of this month, has to report for his. I think his is a year longer. His is twelve years. Mm. So they're both headed to prison in the next couple of weeks. Mm. Like, if nothing you know happens, I don't know. We'll keep you posted, but I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. So Harry is going to the coronation. Uh huh. Prince Harry.
1: Why did I go to Harry Styles? I know. (laughs) I was
0: like, I thought if I said Harry and coronation, you would connect the two. But you genuinely see confused about what Harry I meant for a second there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I was like, oh, they finally scored a musical.
0: Yeah. And how many syllables is the word Harry? (laughs) Eleven. One. None. Is it just a whisper in the wind? It's just. It's just a throttle, a gloating. Ha. ha, ha, yeah, that's how you say it, right? <laughs> Anyone who says Harry is a bogan, it's ha, far. Harry wraps the far mm. around the doll. You're
1: getting it, yeah? Okay,
0: <laughs> he's going. Megan isn't.
1: Ah, okay. they're saying
0: mm. that it's because it's the same day as one of their kids' birthdays. I don't know which one. Oh, um, but you know, and then everyone, of course, was like how dare she, watered, offence, blah, blah, blah. But if she had gone, everyone would have been like taking attention away. How could she show her face here? Like she mm. couldn't really win.
1: I think it's brave and bold that he's going.
0: How could he not go? He has to go. Oh. And also I think, to be honest, their brand is getting to a place where it's like, hmm, Your connection to royalty is what kind of, like the fact that you're a prince and you have Meghan and that kind of was part of what made you feel quite elite Mm. in the US because they don't have that kind of thing. Um, And then they were going to be like, you know, Diana style, humanitarians, whatever. They haven't done anything. Mm. All they've done the last couple of years is, you know, tell their story, which is fine, but it's like they just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and people mm. are like, so what's coming next, guys? And I think it's important for him to go right now because people need to remember that he is like actually part of this important institution and not just some guy who complains on night, you know, mm. late night shows. Mm-hmm. Like I think maybe for their they're panicking about their brand a bit and he has to go.
1: Interesting. It's going to be so awkward mm. and everyone is just going to be fixated on him the whole time, right? Like he's yeah. going to be such a huge distraction with or without Megan.
0: And he has no role. He's not doing anything. He's just mm. going. I wonder where they'll seat him ten rows back. I don't know. But Next he's, to Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not, um, he's got no role and he's also not doing anything after. He's going. To the coronation ceremony. And afterwards there's like the balcony and the dinner and and he's flying straight home because he's saying, Well, it's my kid's birthday, so I'm just going in, doing that, leaving. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: He'll just do a quick little wish you well. Yeah. And then
0: I wish you well. Off he goes. And then off he goes. Huh. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't it's gonna he's gonna look very cranky the whole time like he always does. Mm, mm. Yeah. I also read and this might be I don't know Cynical, but I don't know. He needs like more stories, and he hasn't been there in a while. So once he goes to this, that's a whole chapter about how mistreated he was at the coronation. You know what I mean? Like he's because they're not doing anything else.
1: Where to? Or
0: well, where <laughs> to? Like I don't. You know, I'm open to them doing something. I think people are just like, well, when's it coming, guys?
1: Maybe if you should go back to the North Pole. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Gets frostbitten this time.
0: Frostbitten. What was it? Todger. Todger. Um, And also, it has been confirmed that Camilla will be called Queen. It was like, maybe, maybe, maybe. um, Because she was going to be Queen Consort. And they promised when her and Charles got married. So a lot of people have said, yeah, the wife of the king or whatever is always called Queen. It's not a big deal. It's like, no, they specifically said when they got married, because everyone was so mad about it with Diana and stuff. Yes, they're getting married, but she'll never be called queen. We'll only call her queen consort. Mm-hmm. And so everyone was like, um, okay. But now they've just been like, sucker, mum's dead. Queen. <laughs> so she's going to be Queen Camilla.
1: That is absolutely meaningless to me.
0: Well, I'm just saying, people can't. People, this is like, you know, people were upset by that. Why? Because they don't like Camilla. Mm. They do now. I kind of like Camilla. I like. I think she kind of. She's she's just smart. She played the game. She found herself in, mm. you know, whatever, and she won.
1: Doug for gold, and she struck exactly. And
0: she seems, from all accounts, like pretty, you know, like just funny and whatever. Like, but I just I think it's people care less now. But it was a promise they made, and mm. now they've changed their minds.
1: Mm-hmm. Might Is make some be people rolling crazy? in her lead lined grave.
0: Wouldn't she just? Mm. And on the coronation, I did read yesterday that, um, you know how they were struggling to get anyone to want to play mm. for it because people these days are like, oh, colonialism. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Katy Perry has agreed. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got Katy Perry. <laughs> I think, I don't know if she'll be dressed as a giant cheeseburger or what, but all uh, have the shark.
1: Or the whipped cream cannons on the Tatars. Look,
0: she's married to Orlando Bloom, who is British. Mm. So maybe that, and she is a patron of some like prince's trust in the arts or something. Like she's done charity work with one of the trusts. So I guess there is a connection there. And Mm. I understand if you are with someone to whom the monarchy is very important, Mm. like, you know, Caleb. Is a is a monarchist. Loves the monarchy. Loves Lizzie. Loves the whole to do. Like so, I understand. Like you know, I don't. I'm. I. I think the whole thing's warped. But you know, you're with someone and they care about this thing. So I can see she's with Orlando and he's British and he really cares about the monarchy and. Off she goes with her whipped cream boobies.
1: That I will watch. Yeah. I did not intend to even glimpse at a single second of the coronation, but this I want to see. Well, this is
0: the coronation concert. So the coronation is like this. Well, when the Queen did it, it was like six hours, but Charles apparently is making it 90 minutes in the church where you get anointed with the oil and it's this sacred thing. And then afterwards that night, there's a concert.
1: Okay, I and was they picturing got, her in Westminster Abbey. No,
0: yeah, she's not like there with the bishop like, you know, <laughs> jiggling. But um they also got like one of the three tenors, but like the one that you know least. Uh-huh. Like not Pavarotti, I don't think. Uh-huh. Um and then they got no one else that I can remember. <laughs> take that and Danny Minogue. Oh, take that and Danny Minogue. <laughs> um they also had in the in the UK a reality show um, to, like, be in the royal choir, like a choir, and mm. so people who went through that show and won are now in this choir and they're going to sing. Wicked. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they haven't really, not many people have stepped up to uh, take part.
1: It's got to hurt, buddy. I know, Bad I know. Sign of the times.
0: I really do think people were, like, for Liz, yes, because it's she's been, you know, She's been there since forever mm. and that can't be helped and we honour her contribution whatever. But then once Liz passed away, it was like, well, no, we, we don't need to keep this going now. Mm. We were just being nice for her. Yeah. So let's stop, shall we?
1: We'll move into the 20th century, getting yeah. ready to hit the 21st eventually. Right.
0: Yep. But mm. I don't, maybe, I don't know, a lot of people love the monarchy, so. So you know how I told you that during... COVID, Nick Cannon went from having two kids to 12. Yeah. <laughs> so someone messaged on um, uh, the Just The Gist Insta account and was like, oh, my gosh, you think that's funny that he had 12 kids. Go and Google their names. Oh. <sighs> oh! Listen to this. These are the names of Nick Cannon's 12 children. Mm. So there's Monroe Cannon and Moroccan Cannon. Mm. They're the two with Mariah, Okay. Uh-huh. Next. Powerful Queen Canon. Oh dear. <laughs> then Zen S canon. Legendary Love Canon. Oh. Beautiful Zeppelin canon. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Beautiful blimp. Mm. Yeah. Oh, geez, it's always interesting what makes you lose it. Yeah. Beautiful Zeppelin. Of
1: all the things. I know. To name your kid.
0: Beautiful Zeppelin. Oh, we're only halfway through. Onyx Ice Coal Cannon. And then Rise Messiah Cannon.
1: Oh, my.
0: Zillion Air Cannon. Zillion Air. Like air to zillions?
1: I'm a zillionaire. Yeah. Oh, a zillion air. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even,
0: my brain didn't. Zillion Air yeah. Cannon. Oh, dear. And then this one, I don't know what this word means. Maybe you will or maybe it's nothing. Um... Oh, no, I'll save that one till last. The next one, golden cannon, golden cannon. And then halo-marie cannon is the most recent one. And this is the one that I I don't understand because it sounds like a medication. Zion mixolydian, mixolydian cannon. M-I-X-O-L-Y-D-I-A-N. I'm going to look that up. What does that mean? Mixolydian. And how many syllables in that? Five. One. one. <laughs> You're going to say one? <laughs> Mersa. Mersa. Mose. Uh, the Mixolydians were a group of people in ancient Greece who lived around 700 BC. They wrote their music using a specific pattern of notes. Oh, well, there you go. Mixolydian Lydian. So, yeah, if you want to name inspo, head to, just Google Nick Cannon Children Names. <laughs> Rise, Messiah. <laughs> Hey, rise, messiah. Stop annoying zillionaire. <laughs> your, your little sister, beautiful Zeppelin's trying to sleep.
1: You <laughs> should have got Elon and Grimes help on this. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, no. Tell me, please. Zeppelin, Zeppelin gas bags, explosions.
0: Stop farting, powerful queen. <laughs> Eat your broccoli. I can't. I just, I can't. <gasps> Wowie. Oh uh, yeah, there yeah. You
1: go. They'll be changing their names as soon as they can.
0: Recos. Yeah. Oh wow! You said that like you were. Oh, you I've got, got some. two that I'm
1: very enthusiastic about. Oh, okay. About. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, go.
1: Go for it. Yeah. <gasps> Have you heard of a show called Jury Duty? Uh, no. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, is this the one with James Marsden that it everyone's is. talking about? I've yes. seen the memes, but I haven't seen the show yet.
1: Do you know anything about the premise?
0: Uh, no. There's a celebrity on a jury, is what I, and he is the celebrity.
1: So the way they've set it up, yeah. everyone involved is an actor except yeah. for one guy. His name is Ronald. Oh. He answered an ad on Craigslist. Yeah. And went through an audition process. And he's led to believe that this one jury is going to be filmed and, um, this one camera crew, I should say, production company, is being given unprecedented access to a jury because normally the juries are not allowed to communicate with the outside world, especially not the media.
0: So like a documentary on a jury. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, And so he's entering into it thinking that it's all completely... Legit, yeah, but all the other jurors are paid actors, yeah, and most of the stuff has been semi scripted. And yes, one of the other jurors ends up being James Marsden, and the whole way through, like things just keep getting more and more and more preposterous, yeah, which is funny in itself. It's created by some folks who are involved in The Office, and it's got Parks and Rec all over it, yeah. This guy, Ronald is the biggest sweetheart and he's this tall, lanky, goofy kind of guy, 30 years old, works in um, construction or something, just a normal dude and he's being put in all these tricky situations and he just rises to the occasion again and again and again and you can see that he just has this incredible heart of gold Mm. and most people are saying he is Jim from The Office, but Uh, even sweeter and in real life. Mm -hmm. And it is, honestly, it is a laugh out loud hello. Hilarious show. What is it on? Amazon Freebie. Ah.
0: Ah, freebie. Do we get that here? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, it's on Amazon. Oh, and on Amazon Prime.
1: So there are currently six episodes out. Yeah. And there's, I think, one, maybe two episodes left. So they've left us on a bit of a cliffhanger while everyone sort of discovers this show Mm. and falls in love with it before they find out what the verdict is. So they're just about to start the deliberation process.
0: What made you find it? Because literally, it's just been, I had not heard of it. And it was the last week where Mm. I guess James Marsden had some. Really funny scenes that Mm. have ended up as memes everywhere that I heard about it.
1: Well, I only heard about it from James Marsden's Instagram. You know, he is Uh, the true love of my life, and I'm just waiting for our paths to finally cross. As, As a rule, yeah. Yes. He is hilarious in this. He's
0: hilarious. In everything,
1: oh, yes, he is out in everything that he does, but he's playing himself as a complete narcissistic jerk and it's a scream. So, get into that. They're like 30 minute episodes, so it's so far like about three hours of viewing. You will love it, and it's love it, yeah, it's quite sort of uplifting. Um, and then the other one that's kind of at the other end of the spectrum of light is Beef Ali Wong's (sighs) new show. Yes, I've started watching it, yeah,
0: it's really good, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The writing is fantastic.
0: Love Ali Wong and love um, Stephen Yuen yes. from Walking Dead. Best.
1: Who I had no idea he has such a beautiful singing voice. You might not be up to it, but later on he oh, starts no, I doing some heard
0: him sing. vocal work. Oh,
1: amazing. But yeah, the premise of this is that these two people have a near miss in a parking lot. Yeah. Ali Wong and Stephen, their cars almost collide and it... it Goes from honking cars to birds being flipped mm. to an intense road chase, and then the revenge,
0: revenge on keeps each other, escalating.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's a really sort of fascinating insight into the lengths people will go to when they're desperately unhappy to make someone else unhappy.
0: Yeah, mm.
1: and it's very funny.
0: Good recos. My reco this week is an article. Oh yeah, that's been going around quite a lot. I guess it's. You know, sometimes an article goes viral. Um, this one's in <laughs> var. This goes var. This one's in Bustle, and it's called "Is Therapy Speak Making Us Selfish?" Oh yeah. Um,
1: I saw Abby did an episode about that.
0: About um, this article? Yeah. It's oh a lot. yeah. Mm. When? Like this past week? Yeah. 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 When did this come out? April 7th. Yeah, so it came out 11 days ago. Yeah, I think, well, I guess because everyone's talking about it and I think people also like in the mental health sphere who go to therapy and whatever, it's just just resonated with a lot of people. Mm. Like the little tagline here, what do you call it under the headline of a thing, tagline, whatever, Slug? slug, I don't know. I I used to write online journalism. I don't even know. Um, Boundaries are important, but our relationships require a touch more compassion than some online blueprints offer. And it's just a really fascinating article um, about she interviews a couple of people who have had friends who have basically taken the concept of, like, boundaries a bit too far Mm -hmm. and, like, have requested too much from you as a, like, It's important for my self care that, you know, you don't get mad at me when I'm half an hour late to lunch. Like that kind of thing, like kind of taking everybody has become really well versed in the vernacular and vocabulary of therapy Mm. and self help talk and self care talk. Um, But now people are kind of misusing it to be selfish dicks. And so she interviews a few people who've had that experience in their life. She also interviews a few psychiatrists who are talking about how this has kind of developed and what is appropriate. Like, as a person, it's important to have boundaries, but it's also important to just, like, have compassion for your friends and stuff. Like, there was that famous... um, a article that came out a couple years ago where a woman was like, you know, um, if you are feeling overloaded and a friend comes to you needing to talk or help with something, here's a thing that I say right back to them. I say, I'm sorry, I'm at capacity right now and I can't blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, And it sort of went viral because some people were like, that's such a great response. And other people were like, that's a bit shit. It's your friend. And so then it became this kind of thing that highlighted how far is like my self-care is the most important thing mm. going? Mm. And so this article has really kind of delved into that mm. in a really fascinating way. And, yeah, it's gone kind of viral and everyone's talking about it. It's uh-huh. really interesting. We'll put the link in the show notes. It's um, in Bustle called Is Therapy Speak Making Us Selfish? Uh-huh. And, and we, I guess go listen to that episode with Abby. If she, I want to go listen to it now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hopefully this won't spoil anything, but is the punchline, it's TikTok's fault? because no. people going on there for lots
0: of I mean health. TikTok's been around for, uh, it's this has been happening for a while. I think TikTok um, is bringing a lot of that stuff to the forefront in that it's a place you can go where people are like, you know, in a bite-sized chunk like here's five ways to let someone know like to not let someone cross your boundary and put, putting things in bite-sized chunks makes people feel like they understand something in depth when they don't quite, I guess. Um, But it's not entirely down to TikTok. I think it's just a thing that's been happening for a few years. This article actually really reminded me of what I've been trying to articulate about Prince Harry for a while. You know how I've said a few times, I feel like he's someone who has just started therapy and is incredibly excited about all the things he's learning in therapy. It's this new thing he wants to tell everyone. He wants to, he's like, you know, learnt this magic information that nobody else knows and like, I think that's this is kind of what Harry maybe does a little in that he's like, I have boundaries and you've mistreated me and I've setting my boundaries in place and I've gone to therapy and I've learned about my trauma. But in the process of him going through that and processing that, he's kind of hurt people in his family a little. Like, you know what I mean? So this article kind of reminded me a bit of Harry in that Mm -hmm. way. Cool. Yeah, everyone go read it. It was really good. Yay.
1: We better wrap it up.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Bye! Bye!